I had a professor in seminary who did not look kindly on priests who said they didn't like the biblical text they were expected to preach. She thought it was lazy and inexcusable. To be fair, she was also of the opinion that female priests should only wear black suits with their clericals, so she wouldn't think much of how I moved through this place anyway. I am wearing an animal print skirt today that someone has already commented on. But in deference to her, because she really is a fabulous professor, I will not engage with the gospel and tell you all the reasons I don't enjoy that parable. Instead, I'm going to go where I need to be fed this morning, and maybe you do too. I'm going to spend time with what really feels like the good news in our readings today. I've preached before about the power of the Psalms when we are in times of lament, in times of crisis and mourning, when we are feeling helpless and hopeless. But Psalm 113 this morning brings us some true good news, the hope, the wonder, and the praise. Psalm 113 is giving me what I am craving and needing and feeling on this Sunday in September of 2022. Hallelujah. Here we are over two years into a very difficult time in our world, a time that has often been filled with fear and uncertainty and upheaval. But at this moment, I am feeling a need to rejoice. And let me tell you, after 29 years of parenting, if there's one thing I've learned, it's to pay attention when things are going well. <laughs> rejoice in that moment because it's going to change soon. I am feeling a moment of joy. In the big scale of things, we have a brand new and updated vaccine, yay, closer to home. We have a brand new HVAC system that has allowed us to gather more safely than we could have in the past. And Today, we started the most normal formation year we have had since 2020. We had an outstanding Dean's Forum. If you weren't here, please find the video of it. It was spectacular. EFM is starting. Children's programming started this morning with godly play and weaving God's promises. The return of Cathedral Night this week can I get an alleluia? <laughs> and some wonderful new staff members. Alleluia. Our amazing curate, Amy, pulled off one of the best St. John's Days we've had 
in recent memory last week with great food and what I would argue is probably the first time in history we've had a soaking wet dean. <laughs> Prizes, fun games that allowed parishioners new and old to connect and really get to know each other better. It is a time of joy and a time to praise at St. John's. Hallelujah. And while I do not enjoy this week's gospel, I do think it poses an important question, and it's a question that I think Psalm 113 answers. Who do we serve? Hallelujah. Give praise, you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Psalm 113 also answers some of those, you know, stereotypical reporter questions. When should we do this serving and this praising? From the rising of the sun to its going down, let the name of the Lord be praised. Why do we praise? The Lord is high above the nations and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God? Who sits enthroned on high but stoops to behold the heavens and earth? And because in all of God's majesty, somehow God is still merciful, he takes up the weak out of the dust and lifts up the poor from the ashes. He sets them with the princes, the princes of his people. He makes the woman of a childless house to be a joyful mother of children. Hallelujah. This attention to and mercy for the lowliest and the neediest that we hear in this psalm is echoed in the Gospel of Luke in that Magnificat, the beautiful song of resistance and praise sung by Mary. This is the good news I need today. We serve a God who desires all people to be equal, not in poverty, but in fullness of life. We serve a God who is worthy of praise whenever and wherever we are from sunup to sundown. Psalm 113 is an important psalm to our Jewish siblings. It is the first of the six Egyptian Hallel psalms used at Passover and on other holidays commemorating communal salvation. Hallel, hallelujah, praise. This psalm is recited by observant Jews before the Passover meal to set the stage for the story of Passover. And it's bookended by Psalm 118 at the end of the meal. Psalms of praise for God's delivery, for God's majesty, for God's mercy. Hallelujah. Both the Gospel of Matthew and Mark tell of Jesus singing a hymn with his followers at the Last Supper, before they all went out to the Mount of Olives. 
They sang together after he took the bread, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to them, and followed with the cup of wine. Was it a psalm of praise to God? The psalms were dear to Jesus, and he quoted them often. They were his very vocabulary. And I don't know about you, but I have never before spent much time thinking about Jesus singing. I know that I will be listening to the choir differently as they give voice and life to the Psalms each week. Hallelujah. Who do we serve? We serve a God of majesty and mercy. And we are connected across time to those who originally sang this psalm. Together with them, we serve a God who lifts up the lowly and restores family. A God who is greater than the cosmos, yet inconceivably cares for each of us. In a world crying out for more gratitude, more awe, more authentic community, we serve a God who puts a song on our lips, a song of praise. Hallelujah.